All right, and welcome to Everyone's a Critic. I'm your host, Johnny Gill, with my co-host, Mr. Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. Good day, good day, people. All right, uh, episode 117. Uh, we had some really good action last week. Uh, two nights worth, but uh, ultimately one week worth. Um, so we're going to recap uh, week one in here at Ultimate Hoops for the fall 2019 season. All right, so first thing, my team jumped it off. You know, no pressure. Uh, <laughs> We uh, we got the win, um, one hundred to ninety four over the Bullets trifecta. That is, I thought uh, I thought we played well. You know, we had two big scores coming in. I said that Shannon would have somewhere around thirty five. You know, close to a double double. He didn't quite get a double double. Um, when he finished with nine rebounds, so he had thirty five nine rebounds and two assists, three blocks. He's gonna be a PPR monster. We already know that. Uh, and 38.7 PPR on the charge, shooting 63% uh, from the field, 50% from three, even though he's low volume from there, but uh, an 83% from the free throw. He's a very, very trustworthy free throw shooter uh, in the clutch. Uh, we had some guys out, but overall, I thought we looked good. Um, I might have one more piece. I just uh, got them talking to him. Brent. Brent. Brent, okay. might, Brent might come through. Yeah, he just, I just saw that he just kind of got it back at me, too, so I'll yeah. probably respond to him soon. All right, so uh, trifecta with the win. Uh, were you impressed with the win? Actually, so because we're looking at the the squad y'all beat had uh, the finals MVP with Amos there. And the regular season MVP. And the regular season MVP there. To go along with Sweat, uh, X, uh, Newcomer, Dez, mm-hmm. uh, and look, they got busy. Um, they got busy. They were missing uh, Reed Wallace against you guys. But yep. For you guys to have the finals MVP, the regular season MVP there, to go along with Sweat and X, and look, Brandon Pacey obviously does his numbers as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, look, they, they had a guy, they had two guys on their team with a 37 PPR yeah. and a 25 PPR and lost. Yeah. So that it was a very, very impressive win by you guys. Um, Jalen had 40. Picked up where he left off. I think he's still hurt too. Yeah, <laughs> the, I think the fact that uh, you put up forty points and lose shows how well you guys play. Because mm-hmm. uh, he's been a pretty much a statistical monster, which has always led to wins. So I mean, big shout out to you guys. Yes, good quality win. Um, nice way to start off the season. Okay, the next game was uh, another one uh, versus the ones. All these ones just kind of throwing me off. Um, but another <laughs> one got the win, ninety six to seventy seven. Uh, Shaquay had a great game, uh, one of his most efficient games. I, I figured he, he shot over 50%. Yeah. Um, 28 points, 9 assists. He's a very underrated passer, I think. I think a lot of people overlook his ability to pass the ball, and he's a willing passer. I know he takes a lot of crazy shots, uh, difficult shots, but one thing about him is his IQ on the floor when he sees the floor. He's not going to take a bad shot unless he's open. open right. He'll take an open bad shot, which if that makes sense. <laughs> But if he sees a man cutting to the basket, he's going to get it to him. And, uh, and that's one thing I like about his game. And, uh, and Paul McGee uh, showed up. It's always nice when Paul's there. I think his winning percentage is also one of the highest in the league. Yeah. Uh, when he's there, he definitely makes a difference. I mean, he's a difference maker on, uh, on both ends, uh, offensively and defensively. I think he does a lot of things that helps his team win. Mm-hmm. And I think when he was there more often uh, in the spring season, they had more wins. Mm-hmm. He wasn't there as much in the summer season. And they didn't win. They didn't win. You know, so yeah. I think he's a definite uh, difference maker. When you come back and they had an addition with DJ, another proven scorer in this mm-hmm. league. 
Uh, he didn't have to do the most efficient game, but again, I mean, his 14 points, 14 points they were missing last mm-hmm. season, you know. So, uh, I mean, they came out, kicked butt, and another newcomer to the team, Cody, had an outstanding game, 25 points, eight rebounds. He's an underrated rebounder. He always has quite a few rebounds, mm-hmm. and he just kind of goes unnoticed that no one talks about uh, usually. But he did that in like 30 minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, he had a pretty efficient game himself. Probably one of his higher PPR games that he's had since he's been playing in this league. Yeah, Cody's very underrated. Um, I love to watch him play, especially when he plays heavy minutes. When Cody plays heavy minutes, he's actually a really good scorer. Yeah. I, we should look up the stat uh, the next time we get a chance for the podcast. I will do this. I might do it because he's coming on the show, so I might have time to look real fast. How many points does he average when he plays over 30 minutes? How many? What's his? What does his numbers look like when he's playing thirty minutes or more? Okay, so good win for another one. They moved to one and zero. Now the Thursday night, we jumped it back off. Bomb Squad got the win, eighty to fifty six over We Run It. It's a tough name to have to to start off like that. Yeah, that's a tough tough name to have. Uh, they were missing two big pieces. Yeah, um, which probably didn't help. Yeah. Uh, at all. Uh, but with that being said, uh, for the to open up the season like that. It wasn't a good start. Mm-hmm. But I think the help is coming this week. Um, and I expect them to play better this week and possibly really get a win. Um, I mean, they look good on their opener, but I expect them to look uh, a lot, lot better uh, going into this next game. Yeah, shout out to Travis. Travis uh, coming over from Cyprus. He had a, a game high. Uh, well, he tied with, with Johnny, but so game this, high on the win with so 24 this is points. His actual his first game. So this is his introduction to. The Champions League, yeah. and I'm pretty proud. Like, okay, no problem. Yeah, easy. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice, favorable schedule to start off. But we'll, <laughs> you know, when it gets a little tougher, we'll see. Yeah. But he's a tough player. Yeah. Okay, and the last game of the night was Lake Houston Live uh, versus the Bullets. Uh, the Bullets fall to zero and two. They kept the game close for the most part. I thought they kind of, kind of gave the game away towards the oh, end. Man. Yeah, the last two minutes. Basically, when I press record, yeah. uh, it started to go south. Uh, but Lake Houston, uh, formidable opponent. If you look at their, their numbers across the board, uh, their starting five had double digits. It was efficient. The ball was spread around. Uh, no hero ball for the most part. And uh, I, I thought they played a good game, and I thought that the Bullets just came up short. Uh, Jalen came off the bench, um, probably came out off the bench a little too late because they were down 13-2 before he checked in. Uh, maybe had he started, might have might have been different. Who I knows? Made a big difference because I think after that he can comes in. Still had a game high. Yeah, he comes in and actually they take the lead. I think they have the lead yeah. from the end of the second quarter, mm-hmm. going through what midway through third. Yeah. So his plus minus is still yeah yeah. I mean they it's a winnable game for them. Mm-hmm. A game that you know I think they probably looking at it, it's like man we probably should have won that game, but I mean look like Houston's tough. They've always been tough, and they're going to continue to be tough. Uh, the problem is now the Bullets probably may have played our tough, their toughest two opponents mm-hmm. to start the season, and they're down 0-2 now. Yeah, they need the split. So they need the split. So now they need to get some wins over these next three, four weeks, or they're going to be kind of similar to what they were in the summer, outside looking in. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I mean, they're capable. They're talented enough to be able to pull that off, but... Again, it's going to be a struggle, and they're going to definitely have to step it up. Yeah, and uh, Roman Mill, uh, one of their top players, uh, might be gone. Yeah, he might be gone. We're not going to mention his name. Well, he might yeah, be gone. but, you know, midway through the season, he may be leaving. So, we'll, it's a wait and see. It's definitely a wait and see with them. Okay, let's, uh, let's move on to our next segment. 
All right, time for our top performance of the week. Now, we, we haven't done a poll yet, uh, so we'll have uh, two polls next, uh, next podcast. So we're going to do our own polls of our top performance. Uh, for me, I'm going to give it to Jock. I thought Jock had a great game, 33 points, uh, five rebounds, four assists. He came in, you know, fresh, his first time playing in this league. Uh, dude's a ball. He can hoop. Played at Yates, um, playing college ball now. And, uh, you know, he's a ball player. I think he came in. He didn't necessarily have a chip on his shoulder, but uh, once he saw the competition level was around what he's accustomed to, yeah. I thought his game uh, is it risen a little bit. Definitely rose to the occasion. Yeah. And it was, again, a nice introduction to the league. Uh, you know, his first game coming in, I think uh, you come in like that, making plays and making very loud and astounding. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, to help your team win. Not only help your team win, help your team win against a very valuable and good team. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Jock. I- I'm definitely with you on that one. Uh, another guy that I was looking at, if you move it up for me a little bit. Um, That's it. I was looking at, uh, he didn't have a lot of points, but I think he's a huge difference maker. My guy, uh, well, another guy who made it, I, I get Travis a shout out too because he-, he definitely came in and made some plays mm-hmm. for his squad. But uh, Paul McGee, um, I thought on both ends, uh, I think he on both ends was probably the most active two-way player out there uh, Mm. for the weekend. I mean, for the uh, last week. Uh, Yeah, he was very efficient, five or six from the field, had 12 points. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, again, he just changed so many shots, had guys scared to come in there. Did change some shots. You know, taking bad shots. Uh, He had some assists. Had some Uh, couple blocks. Had some blocks, obviously. I mean, so I think uh, I want to give a shout out to Paul McGee. We don't with a very Detroit Pistons Dennis Rodman like game, yeah. uh, very much so. He's matching up with a lot of different guys and he's protecting the paint. So I want to give a shout out to Paul. Paul made a nice little move too, man. Yeah, he did a little <laughs> up and under move. Uh, I didn't, I didn't know he had that in his bag, <laughs> but uh, that was nice. Yeah, in his uh, post up package. Yeah, he, he definitely got, he definitely got that. Okay, let's move on to our next topic. All right, time for our power rankings and predictions. Whew. Okay, so, you know, after one week, this is always, like, the hardest thing to do. Okay. I think usually week two, week three, we kind of have an idea. It's really hard to gauge where we want to put a team. Um, and the Bullets the bullets may be 0-2, but uh, I'm going to say right now, they're not at the bottom for me. Because they lost two close games against two good teams. Two good teams. So, uh, I'm going to start for the bottom for me. I got we run it. They only scored 58 points. They look terrible. Um, Johnny, you know, he had a, he had a, a tough uh, task. It seemed like some possessions he was going three on five. And, um, you know, it was tough. Yeah, he definitely had teammates that weren't helping him out at times. So. It's, it's, hold on. Before we, before we move on to this, uh, is he going to continue to play? Yeah, my understanding is. Okay, so let me address something real quick. Now, we've had... Friend of the podcast, by the way. Friend of the podcast. Let me pull up rerun. I want to make sure I have this right. Yes, Darius. Darius Alford. Okay, now Darius, I'm going to pull up his stats right now because I don't want to get too sidetracked. He's played in 29 games. He's averaging 11 points, 4 rebounds, 1.2 assists, shooting 46% from the field, 29 from 3, 63 from the free throw line. Now, Darius... um, He's had, he's had a track record here in this league. He's a champion, believe it or not. He is a champion. Uh, but he's had a track record in this league. He has uh, – he's a journeyman. He has 
bounced around from team to team. But to his credit, the teams that he bounced around to, they normally are successful. They have some success. I think he's made it to the playoffs his entire career. He's made it every time. And there's been seasons where everyone doesn't make it. But, um, Darius, I got to call you out, man. Uh, I've noticed this before. I haven't really really called you out because most of the time teams are able to mask what you do. And uh, they're successful. And, you know, there's really – it's really the, it's easy to hide something when uh, the teams are winning, right? Uh, but when the team is losing, it's uh, it's it's magnified. Yeah. And Darius was visibly pouting on the court. Um, wouldn't get back on defense. Yeah. wasn't He wasn't touching the ball on offense, but he wasn't getting back on defense. And because he wasn't touching the ball on offense, he would not get back on defense. And Darius goes in these moments where he gets really, really down. His, his confidence level is at all the way to zero. Um, you know, when the, the cold symbol on 2K comes on and you just, <laughs> you know, that, 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 that came on quite a few times in the game. And he, wouldn't, he refused to get back on defense. And that's what made it hard for Johnny uh, to get going because they were doubling him. They knew, oh, he, he's not playing defense. So let's just double him. I don't got to play defense. Yeah. And it's selfish. And we've let it go on too long. He, he's done it every team he's been on. He's pouted on City Center when they won the championship. He pouted on CU in the finals when they went deep in the playoffs and almost won the whole thing. Yeah. And then now he's pouting now with this team because he feels like his role, which he believes he, he believes he's a scorer. Right. He believes that his role on the team, when he's not scoring, he's not he doesn't have any use on the court. But there's more to basketball than just scoring. And it's very, very annoying and very hard to watch. Sean, you're the youth commissioner of this league. I thought, I, I thought, um, I thought you showed some uh, some visible frustration uh, seeing it because it's a bad look for the league. We all know that. Uh, there's no place in that for the league. Uh, what are your thoughts on Darius right now and, and, and his future in the league? I mean, he's a Darius is a good athlete who has some ability, mm-hmm. uh, and I think um, you know, I, and I'll have a uh, discussion with him. So, I, but I do think that you know he uh, he's had a hard time figuring out what his role is on every team he's been on. Yeah. And uh, it's sometimes you know you're not gonna like your role. I mean, I even look at like Carmelo Anthony. Uh, I don't think he necessarily likes his role on certain teams after he left the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's why he's probably out of the league now. Mm-hmm. It's not because he can't play, but it's more about him accepting a role that teams want him to have. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously that he can still play. I mean, I think he probably still put up 20 in the league. Yeah, I think he's probably that good still. But I think accepting the role and being a part of a championship team, uh, you know, it, it's made it hard for somebody to pick him up. And I think in Darius' case, it's something similar to where I think he's not accepting the role of your athlete. You can rebound. I don't mind you handling the ball, but that you don't need to be the primary ball handler. You know, it, it's a lot of those type of things that's going on with him where, again, it makes it very difficult for him to get on the floor and be an effective player. Mm-hmm. And I think um, sometimes you have to be take yourself, hold yourself accountable and take some fault in some of the bad things you do. And I don't know if he does a good job of that all the time. Uh, and now he's kind of made himself a... Uh, you know, you kind of alienate yourself from your teammates. And you don't want to alienate yourself from teammates because those problems that you have 
they're not going to get better when you alienate yourself from your teammates. It's not because no one's going to trust you. Right. Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's unfortunate. Because um, he has some ability. That's yeah, the he does. And we've seen flashes, but it's just like he thinks. <laughs> and Anthony said this before. It's like he thinks he's playing two K. <laughs> like you're like you're playing my player, and everything has to go through you. Listen, I play my player, and I believe that very thing. <laughs> I believe everything must go through me. I'm probably the worst selfish player ever because any assist I get is not because it's the right play. It's because I know it's going to increase my grade. It's going to increase <laughs> my numbers. You know, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get some some BC for that. I don't care about my team. Yeah, yeah. But you can't do that in real life. You cannot do that in real life. Okay. Um, so we run it last. Though I said all that to get my first one out yeah. the way. Uh, I got rerun it last. Uh, I think the ones probably gonna be seven. I mean six. I thought they played okay, but I mean they got a lot of work to do. They got a, they got a lot of missing pieces that they gotta fill. Yeah. I have uh I have the bullets number five. Right. Uh, for obvious reason they're zero two, but like I said, they their schedule strength of schedule. I'm gonna keep them at five. Uh, number four. Another one. Yeah. I think another one is number four. I thought they were impressive, uh, but they still have a lot to prove. Yeah. I had them at number four. Uh, number three. More wins they had last year already. Yeah, they do. Great job. <laughs> 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 uh, number three, I got my team. We got trifecta at number three. So my preseason power rankings are going to stay the same as far as where we are. Uh, I got Bomb Squad ahead of us. I thought Bomb Squad, the number they put on, uh, we run it defensively. The way they did Johnny. Yeah. That was impressive. And I think they're a good team. I think they're probably one of the better teams in this league, and they can definitely contend yeah. uh, for, for a title. I think they'll, give, they'll probably give Lake Houston the, the biggest problems right now, honestly. Right. And number one, I got Lake Houston. I got them number one. Um, I know they didn't play that well, uh, but they did play a good team. And they're the favorite right now. I think that they have the best chance of winning this league this season. Right. Uh I'm gonna pretty much agree with you all the way up until two and three. I'm gonna flip two and three. Okay. I'm gonna go uh, a ball squad three. I'm gonna go trifecta two. Trifecta two. Okay. Um, I appreciate that. I, <laughs> I definitely felt like you guys uh, honest, honestly surprised me uh, with your performance. Mm-hmm. I expect you guys to play a good game, but I don't know if I expect you guys to win. And uh, for you guys to get that win the way you did against the Bullets. Uh, and having bamboos at points of the game too, yeah. uh, where they ain't know what to do. You should call them. Uh, I don't know if their that their team name should be the Bullets. <laughs> I think it should be uh, Never Scared of Bullets. <laughs> <laughs> That's not bad. Because <laughs> I mean, whew, okay, uh, Never Scared of Bullets. Not bad. <laughs> I make. I keep that in mind. Okay. <laughs> <They> hashtag that. <laughs> no. but yeah, uh, it was definitely a good first week though, uh, and it makes me actually pretty excited for these upcoming games this week. All right. Okay, let's uh, – oh, we got our predictions. I was about to move on to the next segment. Okay, so predictions. Oh, okay, first game, trifecta. Again, we're playing another one. Um, I got trifecta. Uh, I believe that's going to be a tough matchup for another one. I think another one's a good team, though. Yeah. Um, and this will be the first time that um, that uh, I match up against Shaquay. I've never played against him, really? ever. Really? I've never played him, and I don't have a choice this time. Uh, we don't have any guards right now. <laughs> well, who's all the guard? Any, any true guards, I guess. Who's all the guard? I guess Shannon would be considered some right. Guard, but not, any true guards, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You're so probably the only one. So I'm gonna have to guard him. Yeah, that is no running from this. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think we'll win the game, though. I'm gonna say we win, and 
you know, last season when he checked, we struggled scoring, but uh, yeah. apparently we don't have <laughs> no, no trouble scoring this time. So I'm going to say we, we crack 100 again. Um, another one, I thought that I thought that the one scored too many points, to be honest. I didn't know where those points were going to come from. But uh, I'm going to say we win pretty handily. I'm going to say 105 to 96. I'm going to say they scored 96 points. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you guys a... Uh... Give you guys that one. I'm gonna uh, go 90 to 84. 90 84? Okay. 90 84. Let me write these scores down too. 90. Definitely a good game though. I don't see it being a, a blowout or anything like that. Mm-mm, me neither. That's a Wednesday. Wednesday, guys. At 8 o'clock game. 8 o'clock. <laughs> okay. And we're sending you this podcast. So don't tell me you didn't get the, you didn't get the schedule. <laughs> All right, uh, Bullets versus Bomb Squad. I got the Bullets winning this one, actually. I don't think the Bullets fall to 0-3. I love the Bomb Squad. Uh, they're actually one of my favorite teams uh, to watch. Shout out to Brian. But I don't, I don't think the Bullets are going to go 0-3. Yeah. I, don't, I just can't see that in any, in any, any way at all. Uh, I think the Bomb Squads, they won't lose very many games this season. But that one, they're going to have to lose only because the Bullets are the desperate team. Yeah. So I think the Bullets win that one. I'm going to give them... I say they win. It's going to be a defensive game. I'll say 77-74. Funny, I, I'm actually agree with you on this one, too. I thought we would disagree on this one. But, mm-hmm. actually, um, it's hard for me to see the Bullets going on three. And, like I say, strength of schedule. When I make the schedule, guys, I, didn't, I, I, I really don't know what the right. teams really look like. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So Now we kind of know. Now we kind of know <laughs> after week one. And, you know, look, the Bullets have run into a buzzsaw to start the season off. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm going to definitely give them, though, they're, they're going to be a battle-tested team. I'm going to give them a 85-80 game. 85-80. Bullets. All right. And for Thursday, uh, the Ones versus We Run It. <laughs> I'm going to actually go with We Run It. Yeah. I think We Run It gets this win. Uh, the Ones... They're in for a long season. I think they're in for a long season. I think they'll be competitive, but I got uh, I got we running. I think Johnny goes bonkers. I think he's going to score forty. And we run it has two additions this week too that they didn't have last week. Okay, which is going to help their team tremendously. The ones that have one addition, yeah. uh, but the two additions that we run it has, I think, are probably a little bit more significant. Yeah, than the one the ones has. Uh, so I'm gonna give rerun it uh, this dub as well. I'm gonna go with 87 to 80. 87 80, and I say we run it wins 95 81. 95 81, we run it. All right, in the last game, uh, Lake Houston Live versus Trifecta. Interesting. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even know we played them uh, Thursday. Okay, so. Got to get in the weight room again. Thursday, 9 o'clock, fellas. Thursday, 9 o'clock. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to my team, uh, so I'm going to say trifecta wins. And I believe this game will be the game of the season thus far. Shannon is going to be a matchup nightmare. Mm-hmm. Um, I say we win that one 83 to 81. Eight three eighty one. Okay, I'm gonna go. Uh, Lake Houston Live. What's your score? Lake Houston Live. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, they're just 
you know, I and, and you guys do are going to give us a matchup. Hell, mm-hmm. uh, what I saw from them, what I did see from them that makes me a little nervous about my pick, though. For the first time ever, I, I ain't gonna say ever, but it hadn't happened much. They got rebounded last week by the, uh, the Bullets. Smaller team. Yeah, and with Shannon on you guys' squad, uh, he definitely bangs the boards hard, and I. I that could be a problem, a big problem for you guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, for them. Um, but I'm going to still go like Houston. Um, 85 to 82. 85 82. Yeah. Nice. All right. So we both got a one possession game, a nail biter, but different outcomes. Okay. We'll see how that unfolds. All right. Let's move on to our next topic. We've got a special guest coming through. All right, so we have a special guest in the building, Mr. Cody Bowser. How's it going, sir? Pretty good, man. Thanks for having me. Okay, so, Cody, uh, first of all, this is long overdue. You should have been on the podcast. <laughs> You've been one of our uh, biggest supporters, and, uh, you know, you always have something to say on, on Facebook, so we love yeah, it. I try, I try to keep it interesting. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, get personal to anybody. If anyone feels that way, I mean, please let me know if I go too far. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to keep things fun and competitive, man. I... I personally get a like a like a flame or a fire, a spark. Yeah. You know, it makes me want to try harder when uh, the trash talk kind of picks up. We love it. Okay, so Cody, um, where are you originally from? Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Uh, you know, we have another player in the league for, from I, Wisconsin. I'm well aware. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there. Okay, so uh, <laughs> so Cody, you've been lighting it up, man. Uh, I'm gonna pull up. <laughs> I'm going to pull up a couple of your seasons while we talk about this. Do you believe that the league uh, underrates you uh, when it comes in your aspect of scoring? Uh, you know, if I was more consistent, I would say yes. I don't, I'm, not lo- I'm not looking for, you know, any uh, spotlight or, you know, publicity. But, uh, no, I'm, I'm pretty inconsistent, but, I mean, I, I know I can score. Um, I'm actually working on it this year. Um, it's kind of like a prove-it year for me, mm-hmm. in my opinion. I'm going to try to make it that way. I've uh, been working out just about every day, just trying to uh, prove I'm one of the better players in the league. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have a quick stat for you, Cody. Now, in games where you have played, uh, dating back to last season, when you've played over 44 minutes, you've averaged over 24 points a game. Now, this year, this season has been a little different. You played 30, 30 minutes, and then you still were able to score 25. So do you believe that this, this narrative that, okay, we're not worried about that guy when it comes to uh, this game tonight? Do you think that narrative should end at some point? It don't matter to me. I, I'm going to come out, give it my all no matter what. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm more worried about winning. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like to – kind of compete against myself. I want to get better. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more so a personal goal than, uh, you know, playing against my peers. Um, but Speaking of goals, what, uh, what goals do you have uh, this season in terms of uh, team success, uh, individual accolades, maybe um, an honor that you might get? Do you have any goals in particular? Uh, Nothing uh, individually. Um, I want to get better. Um, personally, I, I would love to um, average around 20. Mm-hmm. You on pace? Um, you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, uh, you know, I feel like you should have big goals in life. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you don't want to uh, you don't want to like cheat yourself for success you know be all you can be um, team goals uh, we wanted a chip we want to win a we want one of those rings <laughs> right that uh, Sean keeps showing off <laughs> I, know, I know my uh, team team owner he made it clear that he wants a ring so yeah. hopefully we can bring one home Anthony uh, Anthony's good people man yeah he's are <laughs> uh, you uh is there anybody in the league currently that kind of just really gets the juices flowing and kind of makes you really, you know, want to really get after it, you know, out there? Or in, in, currently uh, or from the past? Um, I mean, obviously, you know, my history with uh, my first team in the league. Um, right. <laughs> you know, when I, I, moved, I moved to Houston, a little background for me. I moved to Houston in November, so... Uh, my first gym was actually, or first league was uh, this league. Okay. So oh. when when y'all put me on uh, Lake Houston, I didn't really know anything about the league. Yeah. I didn't know the pace. I was kind of just going with the flow. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I personally, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to you know go twice as hard against that team. Uh, Always. You know, I'm not gonna mention names. They they <laughs> and they do raise everybody's level yeah. of play. Though. Yeah, I feel like they do that anyway. I mean, yeah, they 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 are a solid team. I mean, if. If they don't get you motivated to want to like play better, then I mean I don't personally I don't think basketball is for you. You know, right? Like, it, it, they motivate me to be better, so yeah. Um, they got some studs on that team, they so do. you know I, I like to play up to my competition. Um, you know Eddie Daniel, um, you know. That's your one name. Shelby. Names. <laughs> hey, oh team name, whatever. Okay. Well, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Cody, you're actually one of my favorite guys um, as far as the social media goes because every time I put a podcast, uh, interview, I'm like, okay, when's, what's Cody going to say? What's Cody going to say? <laughs> so do you think right now, for current players, do you think you have uh, the crown as far as uh, the social media king, as far as anybody who says anything that has, uh, that has value as far as, you know, being the funniest, uh, make the most sense, uh, have the most valid points. You think you're the social media king right now? Uh, I mean, if y'all want to give me a trophy for that, or, <laughs> right, I'll, I'll take it. But uh, I mean, no, nah, I mean that's not like my goal. I mean, I just like I said, I try to have fun. Yeah, um, try to have fun with others. Uh, keep it competitive. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're here for. We're here to compete, right? So, well, you're in competition with uh, with me, with DJ. Um, Howard, uh, T. Beatty, <laughs> who else? A lot of them that be on there. Yeah. You're in competition yeah. with all of us. <laughs> yeah, no. I was I was talking to uh, another one that likes to. Uh, it's pretty vocal. I'll just say, and yeah. he he didn't want to, you know, show his uh, face on the po- the podcast. So yeah, but <laughs> understand. I'm here to have fun. I don't know about him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is a two part question. Now, Cody, you just like me. You've bounced around the league. Um, mm-hmm. I haven't had a consistent team uh, since 2014. I used to play with the Playmakers, and I won two championships with them. I played with them for nine seasons straight. That's the as far as the consistent goes for me. I, after that, it was at the most two, and then I would I hit the road. Monster is what I do. Two, uh, yeah, about two, yeah. yeah. So season half. Do you feel like uh, your new teammates now that you're here? Do you feel like your new teammates is going to work, and are you comfortable? Uh, with with the title as being a journeyman, I'm a journeyman, so it is what it is. Um, I, I wouldn't say comfortable. Um, I get I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. You know, bounce around teams. So I, you know, when I kind of realized, like, you know, I kind of like this league. I feel like I could, you know, 
play player for at least until I moved from Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I kind of been looking for a home. You know, I'm right. kind of glad. You know, Anthony hit me up. He he specifically wanted me to play on his team. So mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, you know, that says a lot about like you know what I'm doing on the court. Right. Um, what my peers, notice, yeah. what my peers think of me. Um, so I, I'm actually pretty relieved that uh, hopefully I can play with the same group of guys mm-hmm. um, for. Who knows however many seasons you know it's it's hard it's hard to build that new chemistry every right. season new new guys you know that i mean there there are some egos they have to deal with i know heat check mm-hmm. we, we had to deal with some of that you know as far as like don't remind me as far as uh <laughs> you know sharing our uh you know playing time uh but uh no uh this new team I, i'm excited for it i mean yeah. it, it seems like everybody knows their role um, knows their strengths, weaknesses, and uh, I mean, hopefully we can, uh, uh, you know, do something big this year. Absolutely, yeah. that's what I see. And y'all are off to a good start. And Cody, you're, you're leading the team in scoring. You're averaging 25 and eight. Um, came off the bench last game. Yeah, and that was off the bench. So you're on pace for uh, six men, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> most improved. Right, right. And for right now. Uh, which, as your record stands, you're an MVP candidate. So, with all those three things in line, um, I think the ceiling for you is is pretty pretty high uh, for another one. So, hats off to you, man. I, uh, I wish y'all the best of luck. Not next week, or not to, what is it? Yeah, y'all not Wednesday. Not y'all Wednesday. Yeah. I hope y'all lose. Um, <laughs> play my team, yeah. but um, but no. But all seriousness, um, I, I think you guys. I think you guys will be. I think y'all gonna be all right. Yeah, I hope so. Um, I, I kind of looking at the competition. It seems like a lot of teams are kind of finding or having an identity crisis. So, mm, yeah. so I think we might have a good chance. I mean, if, yeah. if we can play I, as a I team, you guys better take advantage now. Some yes. of those teams are probably yeah, better it, it's, in a week or two. So, right, right, they definitely take advantage now. Why like you can't? Because you guys play together a little That's bit. Exactly longer. how I feel. But I mean, the, the the level of competition is still there. Um, so I'm I'm still looking forward to uh, playing up to the competition and hopefully uh, doing something big. Yes, yeah. sir. All right, I appreciate the time, sir. Yeah, Thank dude, you. I appreciate y'all having sir. me. Yes, sir. Thank Thank you. Absolutely. All right. All right. Uh, now, it's time for our interview of the week. Uh, we've been talking about this all week. Uh, our next caller is going to be Anthony Nunn. He's actually, uh, I think he just touched down. Yeah. Um, from out of town, and um, he's gonna. Dis- we're gonna discuss some things with him. Let's just put it that way. Okay, let's get Anthony on the phone. Hello, Anthony Nunn. How are you doing, sir? My my apologies, man. I just got off the airplane. <laughs> I'm getting through baggage claim right now. All right, it's all good. Okay, so Anthony, we got a uh, couple things to talk to you about. Um, we're gonna have Eddie on later, um, but uh, we 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 got some stuff we got to discuss. Now we've been we, this has been the most anticipated interview in quite some time, but we're gonna start uh, on 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 a good note. We're gonna talk about what are your expectations uh, for Lake Houston in the regular season. What do you think in the uh, regular season is gonna look like this season? Well, I'm not gonna put too much stock into the regular season. Mm-hmm. Being that we dominate the regular season and then get to the final game of what is it, we can't win it. Okay. So my expectations for the regular season is just to make sure we all healthy, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And then really take it one game at a time. 
when we get if, if we're able to make it to the playoffs in advance. Right. But I'm looking ahead. I'm not putting no expectations on nothing because so like every time we do that last game, we get punched in the mouth. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, um, speaking of, uh, you know, taking it one game at a time, I think the first game was a fill-out game for y'all. Um, you guys only scored 73 points. Are you concerned at all uh, with your team's offense right now? No, because we got a couple of new guys on the team, and we're trying to get everybody acclimated, mm-hmm. trying to get everybody comfortable with what we're doing. You know, Devontae, he's going to be huge for us. Right. He's athletic. He's young, young legs, and he's going to take some of that defensive pressure off, uh, off of Eddie and Shelby. And then we also brought in Larry, who's a, a knockdown shooter, very unselfish individual. Yes, I agree. And uh, he's going to help us tremendously as well. And also Big Mike, can't leave out Big Mike, another big body. Yeah. That's six fouls. Yeah, you do. Rim protector. Yeah, He's a rim protector. Rim protector, rebounder. Yeah. That's another six fouls he can give away. Yeah. Yeah. Now, so I, I, I like this team. Yeah, I like it too. Now, now Devontae almost caught a body uh, <laughs> last week, man. Tell me about hey, man. what were your th- what's going through your mind because you, you seemed a little excited when he uh, when he almost got that dunk. What's going through your mind when you see a guy just go vertical, Shaq style, and almost put somebody in the rim? First of all, we got to get uh, Sweat ass checked because he said he got all ball. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out which ball he got. The, the one that the one was in his face or did he get the ball on the way up? Because from my angle, his face was a damn foul. Yeah, it was. It was a foul. But my goodness, man, that... That was like the, that was like one of the nastiest miss dunks that we've seen. We've been some we have some spectacular miss dunks in this league. Yeah. Uh but that that one up that, that one was up there. Yeah. That's close, man. That's yeah. close. If 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 he'd have put that if he'd have put that in the rim. Oh, it's over. We'd have had the RP sweat, man. <laughs> we'd have had to shut the game down. That'd have been it. The yeah, horn, the yeah, horn would have went off. <laughs> Go ahead, give your jersey and try again next season. <laughs> my goodness. Okay, so let's get to the good stuff. Now, I'm going to ask Eddie pretty much the same question. I want your point of view. You guys, uh, you did make a change uh, in your roster. Uh, DJ is no longer a part of the team, as everyone knows. He's now with another one. Uh, you guys have, have all but replaced him uh, with two guards. You're going to use... Uh, Chris and you're going to use Larry. Now, tell me what was the what was the thought process? Because I remember asking you uh, before, is everything going to stay intact with your team? And you said there might be some changes. I didn't know what that meant originally, uh, but I mean, clearly you you definitely made some upgrades and you definitely made some changes to the roster. So tell me what was the off season like, and how did the process go with getting uh, moving on from DJ? Well, after that championship loss. I didn't talk to Shelby for about three weeks. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we normally communicate often. Mm-hmm. So I already knew I already knew what that conversation was. And being that me and Eddie are neighbors, you know, we talk quite often. And I told him, I said, man, we got to do something different. And he was like, you know, I agree. And he, he started throwing some names out. And I'm like, you know, I'm with it. And I threw some names out. And he was with it. Mm-hmm. So... I mean, from that point on, that decision had to be made. Okay. And the decision was made. 
Now, tell me this because I know you. I know you heard the podcast. Uh, this is basically why you're on this call right now. Uh, you've heard uh, DJ's criticism, his take on what happened and what didn't happen. Now, two things that stood out to me from the interview with DJ. Number one, he said that you cut him, basically. You're the owner of the team. You cut him via group text, which is, by the way, very, very disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> number two, number two, um, <laughs> that, um, what was the other part? I forgot what the other part was. Well, uh, let's, let's yeah, let's get to that first. While I, I'll think about it while you're telling me. So, okay. First so was of that? all, let, let, me, let me be crystal clear when we talk about disrespect, right? Okay. Harrison Barnes was traded during the game. That's true. Very true. In the NBA, he was traded during the game. The game he was playing in. Yeah. 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 So for him to say that I disrespected him by um, cutting him through a text message, to be honest with you, I thought I had blocked the number. Right. That's why the, that's why the message had got sent out. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, what. When I when y'all asked me the question about my uh my uh my uh Lake Houston team and he went on his rant, mm-hmm. you know I had I had guys in the group text message earlier that was like, yo, what's going on? What, what happened? I'm like, man, your guess is good as mine. <laughs> I left myself off my own team and he mad at me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I that 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 much I didn't get. And you know, it's it's from a whole, from a basketball standpoint, man, it's just some things that was done that didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. And so we just, I just had to remove myself from the foolery, man, because, I mean, I'm first team, all, all team common sense, and some things he just did, it didn't make common sense to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm, I'm just too, I'm too old for that kind of stuff. Okay, so, so Eddie, Eddie agreed, and we just it just changes had to be made, man. Okay, so question. Um, so basically, what I'm what I'm getting from you is this decision. Okay, let me let me ask you this: Was the decision more about him not being a good fit, or was the decision more about you just not wanting him on the team anymore? No, it, it was. It's like I said, nothing personal. It, it just it didn't fit with. In the mold, he didn't fit in the grand scheme of things as far as as the team was concerned. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was uh, it was it, some, it was part, it times in the game where he would yeah. get mad when he wasn't getting the ball, right? And it was obvious because other people seen it, and I'm like, you know, I don't understand what the problem is, but you know, every game he made it about something. Oh, sir, so disrespecting me. And it got it got it got so bad that I was blaming Kevin for sabotaging our <laughs> team because I thought he was you know saying something to rile him up on purpose. And I'm like, when I go back and listen to the podcast, I'm like, man, he, nobody even said that. <laughs> I've been trying to tell you this, Anthony. Proceed. So I'm like, I'm like, where's the disrespect coming from? <laughs> so every game is like, man, I got to go out and get thirty against so and so, so and so. I'm like, that's cool. You can get thirty, but you just won't get it on this team. Right. Yeah. And nobody on the team was concerned about numbers except him. Right. Everybody's worried about winning. Yeah, we just want to win at the end of the day. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think DJ wants both, but I mean to be on a team like y'all, you can't it can't be both. It has to be team first. Yeah. And I mean, this was the this was probably the first game 
that I ain't have to call timeout within two <laughs> two minutes of a game explaining defensive rotation. Yo, yo, go ahead, sir. What you gonna say? Yeah. So it it's not necessarily a a personal not at all dislike not at all. for for the man. It's more so of he just didn't fit with what you guys were trying to do. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. And he didn't. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's not a knock to him, but I mean, it was obvious. Eric, ask the team. Only person that really didn't care because he'll play with anybody is Danny. Yeah, that's true. And Danny was like, "Man, y'all bringing Cody back," and I'm like, "What kind of weed are you smoking?" Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> shout out to Cody. He, he he was on the show earlier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Cody. <laughs> no. Oh man. Okay, so let's go. Let's go on to a positive note. Now, Anthony, you said your piece. Uh, we appreciate uh, your 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 cancer and your honesty. Now uh, we're gonna do rapid fire, nine questions, nine random questions. You're just gonna answer. It's gonna be one word answers. Okay, you're gonna tell me basically A or B. All right. Okay. Okay. Number one, burger or chicken sandwich. Burger. Okay. Essential water or any water. Depends on where I'm at, but I'm going to say essential water. Absolutely. Okay, uh, power or the wire? Power. Okay. R&B or rap? R&B, man. Too old for that, that mumble rap. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jordan or LeBron? Come on, man. I thank you. I'm not, I'm not even going to let you answer that. I'm not even going to let you answer that. Oh, okay, number, number six. <laughs> Game seven of the NBA Finals or the Super Bowl? Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Of course, game seven or the finals. Okay, Wayne, Wayne or Ti? Kevin, are you under the influence? <laughs> Man, Wayne, bro. Oh, what's? I would have said Ti, but okay, that's yeah, me. heck no. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Okay, that, okay hold on. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Since she was gonna say Ti, at, at what point in Ti's rap career? Could you that he Ti ran the rap game? Uh, probably early. They were they were they were for what to me? Yeah, early two thousand. Listen, listen, man. From Urban Legend, come two, on, man. Urban Legend's top from, top album listen, of all time. From two thousand and seven to two thousand thirteen, anything Wayne touched was his song. So so Wayne's Wayne's best album does it beat Urban Legend? Because Urban Legend was a classic. I don't know if you heard Carter 1, Carter 2, Carter 3. I don't know about are Carter. Are you familiar with those? I don't know about Carter 3, but I'll give you one and no, two. I'm just saying, are you familiar with those? I am familiar. Okay, yeah, I mean. Okay. All right, and uh, we got two more. Uh, bone in or bone out on your wings? Oh, no homo, bone in. <laughs> okay, and uh, number nine, an Apple Watch or Fitbit? Apple all day, all day. Okay, all right, and I appreciate the time, man. Uh, I think you're gonna enjoy this podcast <laughs> if you go back and listen to all of it. Uh, we had some, we had some good callers on, and uh, again, I appreciate the time. Good luck um, on. They only play Thursday, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and look here, man. For future references, man, don't put no loser on the podcast, bro. If you got to win a game, you keep doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who are you talking? Who are you talking about? 
I'm just saying in reference, bro. <laughs> okay. The losing thought, team never gets an interview. I thought I've always interviewed somebody that's won. I've never interviewed anybody after they lost. Uh, for the most part. Yeah. Unless it's like playoffs. Yeah. No, I'm talking about the weekly podcast. You got yeah. you to have, you got to put winners on the show, bro. I mean, <laughs> Cody came on. They just came off a win. Man, Cody ain't won. He won, what, one game in four seasons? That's a win. <laughs> Talk about current, man. Current, all right? Oh, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. What's beef, man? You don't see, hey, TNT night crew don't ask losers no questions. <laughs> so what about Charles Barkley? What is Charles Barkley? Because he ain't never won. He's a Hall of Famer, though. Okay. Okay. That's true. All right, and I appreciate the time, sir. All right, man. All right. All right. Let's do it, man. All right, uh... We still got some call blocks left. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, we got a caller on the phone. Hello. All right, we have a special guest on the phone, Mr. Eddie Peterson. Eddie, how you doing, sir? What's up, Lifetime? <laughs> All right, so Eddie, um, we have a lot to talk about, man. Not a whole lot, but we got enough to talk about. We're gonna start with um, we're gonna talk about y'all expectations. Now, you guys started off uh, your season one and zero. I know coming into the season, you guys made some moves, uh, had some different pieces uh, added to the team. What's your expectation right now for uh, Lake Houston Live this season? Let's just talk about just let's talk about just the regular season. Yeah, this regular season, uh, it should be good, man. You know, teams got mixed up a little bit, you know. But uh, I think I like the pieces that we added. You know, we took some steps in the right direction. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, should, it should be fun, and it's going to be interesting. Mm-hmm. But uh, I see maybe like uh, two or three teams where we should have some really good games, though. Okay, okay. Um Probably Thursday you're talking about, but uh, let, let's see. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Um, so, you guys, in my opinion, I thought you guys started off to a, you had a slow start. Seventy three points. You guys averaged over well close to ninety points last season. It might have been over ninety uh, last season. Seventy three points. Are you at all uh, worried about the uh, the offense and the, the the distribution of the ball and just y'all's offense alone? Uh, no, I don't think I don't think so. I think you know we uh we upgraded in the size department, so we got mm-hmm. big bodies coming and we're deeper than what we usually are. So yeah. I know we have about five or six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we just we just gonna keep sending the waves at them, you know, and keep things on their toes because they're not gonna know where we're gonna come from. Right. Okay, uh-huh. so let's get to the good part. This is gonna this is gonna this is gonna take up uh, quite a few on this segment now. We heard, uh, we heard from DJ. Um, you guys, you you you, you switched. Uh, you made a change to the roster. You said no more to DJ. DJ said his piece. Did now? First off, did you get a chance to listen to the podcast uh, last week? Yeah, I listened. I tuned in. I tuned in. Okay, so your response to everything that DJ said? A couple things. So first, uh, you know, it was my it was my decision to bring on the board. Mm-hmm. You know, I felt like we needed to strengthen up some outside shooting, mm-hmm. which we did. Okay. Uh, and then Ed wanted to bring some size on board, which we did. Mm-hmm. And Shelby wanted to add a piece or two. But we're still technically kind of missing one guy. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, we all had all these people, and I'm like, hey, man, you know, I don't, I don't see DJ playing, uh, you know, Chris's minutes and being happy with that. Right. right. You know, so it was going to be a conflict there that I thought, you know, and other people thought felt the same way, and they said, hey, man, we too deep, so somebody got Okay, so in in a sense, you're saying that you you know DJ, you know he wants his minutes, you know he wants his numbers, you know he wants his shot attempts, and that wouldn't be feasible with the team that y'all had present. So you're saying that y'all basically did him a favor, correct? Yeah, I, I feel like that's that was my my view of it, you know, because mm-hmm. you know DJ he do he do like the score, he's known as a score, yeah, you know. And he used to be able to do that at a, at a good clip. Mm-hmm. You know, the team that we built, man, you're not going to get that many shots or that much playing time. Right. Right. You know, but it's not like it's not like he was a bad player and he, did, he got cut because he was doing something wrong. It's just, hey, right. he went deeper, you and, know? And yeah, he's not a good fit with what y'all trying to do now. Yeah. But it was more of a fit thing than anything. Right. Well, you know, um, I, can, I can definitely agree with that. Um... This says a lot, though. This I think this says a lot about Larry because Larry was basically his replacement. Larry, uh, he he stretches the floor well. He could definitely shoot the three ball better, in my opinion. I think he's more efficient. He's a better th- he's a better three point shooter, better free throw shooter, um, finisher. That might be debatable. I think they're both pretty good in that aspect. Yeah. Uh, defensively, they're what for what. <laughs> so I mean, they're they're what for what in that department. Uh, but with Larry, um, his um, his willingness uh, to take a role like that, I think that shows uh, a lot about him. And I think I think you guys hit it around the nail in that in that department because I'm gonna be real, with you, I don't think I don't think DJ wants Chris minutes either. And from what he said when he came on the podcast, he was basically uh, co-signing that. He said he did not want to play Chris minutes because he felt like he was better. So, in, in my opinion, I think. It was just both parties. Y'all just had a mutual departing. Yeah, that, that's exactly what it was. I mean, even if you go the last season and you look at the numbers, you know, statistically, I think Larry shot a better three ball and mm-hmm. free throw than him. Mm-hmm. You know, so it felt like we upgraded it there because in our system, pretty much Larry just got to catch a shoot on the end. That's what we expect him to do. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And he'll play whatever role that we give to him. You know, Larry's not a a score type mentality. He's more about winning than anything. Okay. Okay, so, Eddie, my next question. Um, so, <laughs> we talked to Anthony about this. I need to know, I need to know what your role is, man, on this, on, in, not, not on the team. We know you're a star. I'm saying, what is your role in the front office? Are you the GM? Are you the owner? What are you? <laughs> you know, I, I would just say I'm a, I'm an advisor. That's oh, what Okay. <laughs> no, but listen, listen, listen. Let's, let's make it clear. This is Ed's team. You know, in the way, I mean, some things could have been done different. We could have had a little private chat before things went public. Right. Know? And it didn't happen that way. It was like, hey, this is how I feel, blah, blah. Somebody got to be gone, and then it happened. Yeah. So it was kind of a, kind of a, a, a from everybody, you know, it's kind of a shockwave to everybody, but right. I mean, it wasn't. It was like you know the Carmelo thing. Yeah, a lot of teams don't like Carmelo because he don't fit with the system. But right. that's not saying he's a bad player. Right, absolutely. 
Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's really, there's really nothing more to say about that. I mean, I, I agree. Um, okay, so, Eddie, time for some fun things. Now, before we let you go, we're going to do a, a, a rapid fire. I got nine, okay. nine random questions. You're just going to answer it uh, how you think. Okay. okay. All right, first thing, burger or chicken sandwich? Chicken sandwich all day. Okay. Uh, essential water or any water? Say that again. Essential water or any water? Uh, I say any water. Any water, okay. Uh, power or the wire? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm an East Coast guy. I grew up on the East Coast. I got to go to wire. the wire. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay. All right, R&B or rap? Uh, what time of day is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the morning, the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to Okay, yeah, that's how I am too. All right, Jordan Jordan or LeBron? Jordan all day. Thank you, thank you. Uh, no, they didn't hear you. Say it again. Jordan all day. Okay, thank you, thank you, thank you. All right. All right, game seven. Big respect for LeBron, Yeah, okay, well, you said Jordan. All right, <laughs> game, game seven of the NBA Finals or the Super Bowl? Game seven. Yeah. Okay. Basketball guy. All right. Uh, Wayne or T.I.? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say Lil Wayne. Okay. All right. On, you, on, the, on your wings, bone in or bone out? Uh, I'm about to go bone out. Bone out. Okay. Yeah. And last one, Apple Watch or Fitbit? Ooh. I don't got either one, to be honest with you. <laughs> but which one would you, which one would you pick? You said you're going with Apple? Okay. Yeah, Apple Prime. <laughs> already, already. All right, well, Eddie, we appreciate the time, man. You're welcome anytime uh, via the phone or come in. All right, cool. Thanks, man. Thanks for calling. All right, appreciate Absolutely, it. Absolutely, bro. All right, Eddie, my guy. Fast Eddie Peterson. All right, let's move on to our next topic. All right, so time for our In the News segment. We have uh, three topics, three callers. We're going to start with uh, Shaq and Dame Dollar. Now, Sean, have you got a chance to listen to either one? Yeah, I heard uh, the first two, Mm -hmm. and I listened to the one that that replied. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, four, yeah, because Dame hit him twice. He did hit him twice. Uh, And then I heard Shaq's reply today, this morning. Yeah. And uh, I'm impressed. I'm actually impressed by both of them. Me too. Uh, I didn't know Shaq still had it. Yeah, considering that Shaq has been out of practice, or maybe he hasn't been out of practice uh, for X amount of time, uh, when the original disc came, I was like, wow, well, okay, Shaq, you know, I, I wasn't expecting it. And then Dame hit him, mm-hmm. hit him kind of hard. Uh, then hit him again. I think that's when it was like, jeez. Yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like, ooh, you know, flames. Uh, but it was a nice reply. Uh, I, I would say Shaq was smart, and he used, in both his time, uh, he used classic beats. Yeah, he did. That's very recognizable. That no matter what he said on track, you just go bob your head. Right. Like, you know. And Dame used uh, original beats, what it sounded yeah. like. Uh, I never heard them before, so I'm assuming they're original beats from whatever producer he did. Yeah, with. they're definitely his. Um, so... Uh, so, you know, Shaq tried to get up a hand with that, but, I mean, 
Dame has flames, man. He does. He's he does it for real. Yeah, um, he definitely has flames. I'm not sure who you're thinking has the upper hand, but uh, in my opinion, I believe Shaq. You know, his creativity is uh, it's respected. Um, I mean, his 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 history as far as uh, Shaq's music. I thought it was. I thought it was okay, you know, for a basketball player. I mean, for that time too. If you yeah. listen to it now, you're probably like, okay, it's basic. But at that time, it was it was pretty decent. Yeah. So, that being said, right now, Shaq's a little dated, in my opinion. Yeah. I believe Dame is a little more current. His bars a little more crisp. Yeah. Uh, his delivery is much better. Yeah. And uh, I gotta give the I gotta give the edge to Dame. I, I got a chance to listen to uh, a snippet of the first one, but I heard the whole second one. Yeah, I heard it all, and it was it was nice. Yeah, and he he, he gave it to him. Yeah. So, um, at this point, um, I think Dame is definitely the better rapper. Yeah. Um, I I like what Shaq did though. I do like what Shaq did. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I definitely would uh give it to Dame at this point. And like I say, you know, Shaq Shaq was smart enough to know that yeah, hey, you know. His style may be a little dated, mm-hmm. so he went and got some classic beats to go over there. Well, no matter what he said on the track, we was going to bounce our head to it. Like, yeah. oh, you know, okay. So uh, I think the first was a uh, classic Dr. Dre beat. Yeah. And I think the one that I heard today is over uh, Victory, uh, Puffy, and, yeah. and, and Biggie. Like, of course. It's, it's a great beat. Like, it's just, you can't go wrong with it. Yeah. So uh, I, I definitely like what Shaq did, but I'm definitely going to give the edge to um, Dane. Okay, let's see what our callers think. Uh, we're gonna call Jeff uh, Boykin from my team. Let's see what we let's see what we got. Hello. Jeff, what up? What up? All right, Jeff. So we're talking about uh, Shaq and Dame, the uh, the rap battle uh, that they had recently. Uh, have you got a chance to listen to either battle? Yeah, yeah, I did. It, it, it's funny you call it a battle, but yeah, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jeff, in your opinion, who won the quote-unquote battle? I mean, it's not even the question. It's Dame, man. Dame, Dame, Dame's a rapper. Exactly. He, he's also really good at basketball. Shaq's a basketball player who does rap for fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rap does it. Yeah, Dame does it for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, if he wanted to go straight pro and focus on that, he would be really successful I agree. Okay. No, it, it's not even close. Yeah. And, and you know what? Okay, so Dame's, uh, his first disc or the second disc, which one do you think gave him the, the, the obvious nod? I mean, he had the obvious nod after the first one, but the second one even further solidified it, if, it, if you want to quote-unquote call it a battle. Yeah. But, I mean, I mean, Shaq do some lines in there, but like, Dame's just a rapper, man. It, it's not even It's not even close. That's what I'm saying. I think it's Dame's delivery. Like Dame, he yeah. sounds like a professional rapper. Shaq sounds like a guy that's you hopping on the mic and let me see what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So. He's me. He's, he's me. Yeah, he can do more than two ball. I can give you. I can give you four strong. But then after that, after that, I start. All right, man, somebody come grab it. <laughs> yeah, not even close, bro. Not even close. All right, Jeff, man, we appreciate the time, man. All right, bro. All right. All right. All right. Uh, so we got a couple more. Uh, well, yeah, we got a couple more. Yeah. Okay, let's move on to our next topic.
All right, all right. So last one for the night. Um, NBA players are quote unquote lying about their heights. Um, they did a new uh, measurement uh, test that they have to do. Uh, so players have to remeasure themselves with their shoes off and reevaluate their heights. Now, just to name a few, and I do mean a few. Um, KD is really six ten. Uh, Draymond Green is not 6'7", he's really 6'5". Isaiah Thomas is not really 5'9", he's really 5'8", and I question that. Uh, Zion is not 6'7", he's 6'6". Everyone's been saying he's 6'6", anyway, so I don't know why that's uh, news. Kimball Walker is not 6'1", he's 5'11". I knew that. P.J. Tucker is not 6'6", he's 6'5". Uh, Joel Embiid is not 7'1", he's 6'11". Uh, Al Horford is not 6'10", he's 6'9". Of that, and Dwight Howard is not 6'11, he's really 6'9. Um, there was one that really, really stood out to me though. Uh, first of all, before I mention that name, I'm very, very curious to see uh, how tall Chris Paul really is because I believe he's every bit of 5'11 flat. I don't even think he's 5'11 and some, some inches, some quarter inches. I don't, I don't believe that. I wouldn't be surprised if he was 5'10. Yeah, I wouldn't because. There's a there's a there's a still shot of uh, Chris Paul standing next to Isaiah Thomas, and he don't look that much taller. Than him. <laughs> and I'm just saying, if, if Isaiah Thomas is five eight, yeah. <laughs> well, he, yeah, if he's five eight, then we don't know how tall Chris Paul is. But uh, Marvin Bagley yeah. uh, listed himself at six eleven. He's six eight, mm. a whole three inches. Yeah. Does that does that automatically make him sorry that you have to <laughs> you have to boost your height three inches? This is not two K. You can't do that. Okay, you can't give yourself three inches on your creative player. You can't do that. You're six eight. Well, I mean, if he's six eight really, and he's still getting buckets the way you know he's been capable of getting buckets, then I mean that's it's not bad actually. I, I feel like he's gonna get his shot blocked more this year just because of this <laughs> this unveiling. Now, <laughs> only, only thing I don't like about this, I told uh, one of my coaches I coached with earlier, I said they don't play without their shoes on. So that's true. You know, their height on the court is what they have it listed as. Yeah. So except for Marvin, he's lying. Yeah, but Marvin's. He's not. He doesn't wear a shoe that gives him three inches. Right. Uh, but yeah. So I mean, you know, whatever you 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 are with your shoes on, that's what you play as. So it's not that big of a difference to me. Because I mean, unless we start playing barefoot, yeah, then I think it definitely is a difference. But I mean, you play basketball with shoes on, and so if they give you an extra inch or an inch and a half. I mean, that's what you're playing at. So yeah. it wasn't as big a difference to me. But at the same time, though, to hear so many guys – granted, we've always known this, it's, it's been there. I even remember when I was in high school, just so we could look like we had more size, because we did have a legit 6'6", six, 6'7", six, six, guy on our team. Yeah. I think I was listed as a guard at that time, six foot, and I was every bit of that time, 5'9", five, 5'8". Five, mm. <laughs> well, you made it now. Well, yeah, I made it now. I made it now. But, yeah, definitely as a sophomore, junior – I think I was a bit of five nine. It's a little foresight. That's yeah. Right. So yeah. <laughs> so definitely gave myself. My coach didn't mind giving me those extra three inches, right. just so in a program when somebody look at it, they like, oh my god, they got six seven, six six, six five, <laughs> and the elder guards are six foot two. You know, I think it just look a lot better than five nine. Right. So, uh, so yeah. So I mean, it's been happening. If it's been happening on that lower level, I can imagine what it's been uh, going up. Yeah, I'm very sure. Marvin back is probably been. Six eight, six nine. Since he was in high school, yeah, never. And they were probably him. giving him six eleven in, so they just go ahead. He just probably stuck with it. I mean, he did it. He had an afro. <laughs> I mean, but damn, we're not counting the afro now. God, look, who does it? Now, an afro, an afro might give him three inches. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Okay, now it's it's funny that we have this topic because 
<laughs> there's so many guys in the league when they turn in their waivers, they lie about their heights. Yeah. They lie just flagrantly about their heights. Like we know how tall y'all are. Yeah. Like they we, said, KG was really like seven one. He he was seven one, and they had him, he was listed at six eleven. Yeah. So he lied about his height in a in a in a positive way because he wouldn't have the advantage on the scout report. Yeah. Same thing KD did. Yeah. So. But um, yeah, there's definitely guys uh, in this league that are that are that are lying about the heights. And I know of I know of quite a few. Yeah. And I know not only do I know quite a few, I know guys that you know when I walk when I walk up to them, they they, <laughs> they they try to make themselves taller. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever seen guys like oh such and such coming around? Let me make myself taller so you won't, you won't look that much taller than me. He ain't taller than me. I'm like yeah, it's a little bit of a little man complex. Yeah, it's it's oh it's so I I hate when I hate when guys do that. It's so annoying. Okay. um... We got an interesting caller that we're going to call. Let's get Shannon on the phone. Shannon Rogers. Let's see what his take is and uh, which one surprises him the most. Let me see if we get Shannon here. Shannon might be live from the gym. Yeah. Or he might be playing. I get him this time. We did wait a long time. Yeah. Yeah, he actually may be actually in the game playing right now. <laughs> I don't see anybody running up and down the court. Maybe they're shooting around. Your call has been forwarded oh. to an automated voice messaging system. Well, listen, we couldn't get Shannon on the phone, but let's let's talk more in depth about this. Um Al Horford, he's six nine. Yeah. But I don't think that's going to make a difference for him. I think, honestly, the only one that really stands out to me the most is Marvin. Yeah, that's three inches. Three inches? That, that's actually a, a big deal. That is a big deal. You're, you're an undersized player in the league. Yeah, at the power four. Absolutely. He had us really and, believing he was 6'11". And he's already super skinny. So mm. when you're super skinny like that and 6'11", you kind of excuse it yeah. until your body fills out. But when you're 6'8 and you're super skinny like that, uh, it makes a little bit of a difference. Yeah. You know, uh, so, I mean, but granted, he does have a lot of potential. He shows to be a good player. He just, now nah, he really at 6'8, he really has to put some weight on now. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, and, it's, and Joel Embiid, 6'11, 7'4, what's the difference? Yeah. I mean, he's still sending people shots. Yeah. Like, he's, he's a big guy. He's a big guy. He needs, he needs to stay around. For me, I think he'll be a better player if he's around 265, 275. But he hovers around 280, 285, sometimes 300 pounds. Yeah. And when you look at him, he don't look that big. He looks like kind of slim. But It's kind of weird. I think he put that weight on uh, after being – because when he was at Kansas, he wasn't that big. He was skinny. He was fairly skinny. Yeah, uh, he's probably like two thirty, two thirty five. Yeah. he's put on since he's been in the NBA sixty pounds. But I think that happened those first two years yeah. when he didn't play. Yeah. He's sitting at home, and, yeah. you know, he's taking in five thousand carbs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he's taking in carbs yeah. <laughs> a day. So, uh, and that's when he put that weight on. But yeah, he's a he's a monster. Though. He can move. But he's a monster. But he, you know what? I did start to notice. In some of the practices, he he had a little he had some love handles. <laughs> he did, he did some, like the playoff time when he was getting sick and all that. I'm like, dude, what did you be eating? Oh, he said that he eats like you know milkshakes and 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 uh, milkshakes. Is he lactose intolerant? Because is that why he couldn't play the playoffs? Yeah, I mean that's a good question. 
He said, but he says he, he'll eat like three or four mixed milkshakes. Come on, dude. He'll Chick Fil A and get like three or four. I was just saying, like, where's he going? Jack in the Box to get the half price at, after eight? Or was it no Sonic Sonic half price after yeah. eight? Yeah, and he'll say he'll get like a burger or a chicken sandwich with it, and yeah, it, it, it sounds like some pretty terrible stuff. But again, no athletes, you know, they can take in a lot of carbs sometimes, because uh, they usually work them off. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. They seem to stick to him a little bit, though. Yeah. <laughs> and he, they stick to him when he when he needs to get it out of him. Yeah. Especially, especially the playoffs. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, okay. So, great show today. Episode 117. Um, I didn't even realize that Trifecta, this was their, uh, this was our week of playing two games yeah. in one week. I really didn't, yeah, I didn't peep that. So, I, I don't know where I'm going to get my miles in that I'm supposed to be running. Yeah. Uh, I might have to do something today, tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> but, I mean, it is what it is. I'm in great shape. Um, I don't know if you took notice the last, the first game. I wasn't even tired at all. And I felt good, I felt great afterwards. I've been running a lot. Uh, supposed to run 60 miles this month, so. Hey, you got some good running mates, too. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, the ladies in my uh, running club, they, they keep me going. Yeah. They definitely keep me going. They, they make it hard for me. I'm, I'm actually still eight miles behind uh, the leader. Um, and I think I just got a notification that she went for a run. So I might be like 10 now, 10 or 11. Okay. So it's tough. But, yeah, episode 117 uh, in the books. Got some good action on Wednesday and Thursday. I'm Johnny Gill with Sean. We are out. All right.